Hi, and welcome back to Healing Quest. I'm Judy Brooks. And I'm Roy Walkenhorst. Our focus here on Healing Quest is integrative health, including mind-body medicine, and how it can help us all achieve optimum well-being. And in our first show of 2019, we thought it'd be a good idea to check in on what's ahead in the world of naturopathic medicine, which is something that really interests us a lot here at Healing Quest because it uses natural remedies to help the body heal itself. So joining us on today's show is a national leader in that field. He's the longest-serving naturopathic doctor in Sacramento. In 2010, he was California's first naturopathic doctor of the year. So we're talking about Dr. Dennis Godby. He's the founder of the Sacramento Naturopathic Medical Center. Dr. Godby, welcome to Healing Quest, and Happy New Year. Oh, Happy New Year to you. I'm so happy to be here. Good, good. Well, as I mentioned, you're a national leader in the field of naturopathic medicine, so I'm wondering... What were the highlights for you in the field of naturopathic medicine in the year that we've just left, 2018? Yeah, well, naturopathic medicine continues to grow uh, from state licensing of naturopathic doctors um, to, for example, there's 28 prominent health care systems, hospitals, and cancer treatment centers that have naturopathic doctors on staff. Hmm. Uh, for example, the, the Amen Clinics and um, CV Sinai in Los Angeles and Columbia University and Fred Hutchinson Cancer Research Center. So there's a lot of a lot of naturopathic doctors are integrating um, into the healthcare system. I visited uh, Dr. Gio Espinosa, who uh, is a naturopathic doctor, even though they're not even licensed, and NDs are not even licensed in uh, New York, was actually on the staff of New York University. So naturopathic medicine continues to grow, and more and more naturopathic doctors continue to practice, or, and uh, we're working on the licensing of all the states. But uh, that's, that's the main thing. I wouldn't say there's anything specifically. Just a lot of, a lot of excitement about all of the... Uh, people that are being uh, helped with antibiotic medicine. Integration in the mainstream is a big is a big deal. It is. Thank you. And we know that you're a leader in, in pushing all of these licensures for all the states that haven't done that yet. But lucky for all of us here in California, that isn't the case, and here in Sacramento especially. So, you know, as you look ahead at the goals for this year for your practice, can you share some of those with us? My job isn't just to run a practice and uh, as a business or as a doctor, but also to help spread the, the good news of naturopathic medicine uh, around the country and, and especially in the Sacramento region because a lot of people, uh, we oftentimes say that naturopathic medicine is America's best-kept secret. And, of course, the powers that be don't want necessarily to be well-known. So what uh, we're working on a lot of different things here at the center. We are working on, for example, I'm going to be working more and more on um, uh, treating Alzheimer's and preventing memory loss. Well, and, that's big. Uh, yeah, so we're going to develop a website this year and, and really begin working on that. Uh, because one-third or one-half of the American people, uh, by the, uh, if they reach 85, are going to have Alzheimer's or dementia. So that's really a, a passion of mine. And there's also, we're working on a lot of other PRP and prolipotherapy and we have hyperbaric oxygen chambers and a lot of different uh, a lot of different things we're doing, a lot of different treatment plans, uh, treatments that we can do for patients, and it's, it's really exciting. Uh, but uh, the goal for me is to help get the states licensed, and we're going to be running in New Mexico next month from, uh, Albuquerque to Santa Fe, and then in New York and other states to, uh, across the across the country in order to spread the good news. To raise awareness. And, you know, for anybody out there that may be listening and going, well, ex- exactly what's the difference? What is it that you do that's different than, say, an allopathic doctor? Well, conventional doctors, MDs, they are, first of all, we have the same exact training. They have their MD schools. We have our MD schools. We have to be accredited um, to be able to practice and to get uh, you know, passport exams and all of those things. But really, the, the appointments are shorter with MDs. They oftentimes uh, aren't able to find and treat the cause of disease because they don't have enough time. And um, 
oftentimes using uh, treatment plans, pharmaceutical-based uh, surgery. And, for example, I, I have a meniscus tear in my knee, and so instead of using surgery, I'm going to opt for PRP, prolotherapy, uh, and doing other um, hyperbaric oxygen chamber and also the cold laser treatment for it instead as an alternative. And uh, sometimes, you know, surgery and drugs are, are helpful and necessary. Sometimes they save lives. Uh, but we see them more as uh, last resort or something you use after you've tried natural medicine. And uh, so we really want to work at lifestyle change as opposed to just taking a pharmaceutical to help you to not be dead, as I would say. Hey, there you go. Now, you mentioned that you're going to be doing, is it PRP therapy? Yes. Okay. Can you tell us what is PRP therapy? Well, it's basically a platelet enrichment uh, therapy. You're basically using your own blood to put back in your body to help to heal. And I don't actually do that. The other staff uh, members do that. Uh, but it's one of the things that I'm going to be doing either in our center or actually up in Portland. Um, so we have, if you go to the different cities, uh, Portland and, and Phoenix and, and several different areas across the United States where there's, we have our universities, oftentimes specialists who, who is a specialist in, in a particular area because they have so many more doctors. Like in Sacramento, we only have maybe 10, uh, 20 doctors in Sacramento in the larger area, maybe 40, but in Portland, there may be a thousand, um, oh. something like that. So, mm-hmm. so the, it's very, very common uh, for, for people to specialize, for doctors to specialize, as opposed to here with more general primary care. So if you were going to do the PRP therapy, is that like a one-time treatment, or is this something that takes a while? It takes about, uh, it depends on some people are uh, helped, cured in, in one treatment, and sometimes the doctor that I'm going to be going to is proposing three treatments and with about a month off in between. And then, of course, I'll be doing the other treatments, too, and trying to stay off of it and trying to do everything I can to help it to heal as best I can naturally. But in order to be able to get back running again, I need to to do everything possible, to. So I'm doing daily treatments uh, in order to be able to the PRP and the prolif- uh, not PRP, but the, uh, the cold laser and also the um, hyperbaric oxygen. So all of the different treatments in order to heal. So you're literally walking your, I guess you're running your you're, walk. <laughs> right now you're not running your talk, you're walking your talk. Soon to be running. Yeah, and then, and then of course, good nutrition and, and anti-inflammatory diet and that kind of thing too. So uh, really healthy food and organic uh, whenever possible. And so uh, inflammation is a huge factor in, in disease. So we really want to work on that. If you're just joining us, I'm Judy Brooks. And I'm Roy Walkenhorst. You're listening to Healing Quest, and we're talking with naturopathic doctor Dennis Godby. So when you talk about an inflammation diet, can you give us a few things to avoid and what we should add to our diet to well, have the, less inflammation? The, the pro-inflammatory foods, that the, the ones that are considered to be pro-inflammatory, first kind of from the negative, would be dairy, would be gluten, of course, and a lot of grains. Uh, some people think all grains, and but specifically gluten. Also soy and peanuts and eggs. Those are the primary ones. Uh, to that avoid. I every day. To avoid. And what I would recommend, and we're going to bring this up, I think you mentioned was um, coconut oil and avocados and nuts and seeds and uh, organic uh, grass-fed uh, meat, if you eat meat. Chicken, dark meat has more iron in it. And fruit, certainly a lot of vegetables, more vegetables and fruit. Because of the sugar? Uh, because of the sugar, yeah, because of the diabetes concerns. And uh, we just overdo it. The average American consumes about their weight in sugar every year, and we have... Uh, about 100 years ago, it was only 10 pounds a year of sugar. So it's wow. really, really changed a lot. There was just an article I put in our Facebook about uh, the, the direct connection between cancer and uh, sugar. Yes. So we, you know, sugar, just pretty much everyone overdoes it. 
Mm-hmm. Now, you mentioned coconut oil, and I know that coconut oil has kind of been sort of back in the news, weirdly, recently because of a report or assertion that coconut oil, which I always thought was really healthy, in fact, is not. Can you help us uh, untangle Well, well what you're saying, you're not saying that it is not healthy. You're saying that this report that just came out right. uh, from, I think, where, the Tufts yeah. University? Well, it aired on yeah. NPR. Yeah, and I just was really, really uh, upset about it, but wasn't really that surprised um, to hear that on NPR because it seemed like it was nutrition. I studied nutrition back in the 70s at Oregon State, and it seemed like that it was pretty much the same nutrition. Nothing had changed in the 70s. And if it's the truth, it's the truth. It doesn't It doesn't have to change, but it really would never was the truth. They were using trans fat, coconut oil, palm oil in order to justify that. So, you know, heart, cardiovascular disease is the number one cause of mortality globally, so it makes sense that researchers would want to try to um, uh, reduce that effect. But many people have said it's uh, poison, and they have all kinds of different uh, people come out um, that it raises because of the saturated fat and raises LDL cholesterol and all those things, which just really isn't true. Uh, if you look at the fatty acid profile of coconut oil, um, it has something called lauric acid in it, which has a um, huge effect on on healthy uh, things that, that go on with coconut oil, for example, we know that it supports, uh, it, it actually promotes uh, heart health and uh, brain function. Dr. Amen at the, the Amen Clinics, uh, they are big advocates of coconut oil, as well as um, uh, Bredesen from, uh, who wrote the book, The End of Alzheimer's. Uh, we have cancer, our co- cancer doctors here. I mean, pretty much every field of progressive medicine, uh, they're looking at coconut oil as being beneficial uh, to boost immune function, uh, boost energy, because the for example, the fat is absorbed uh, immediately, digested, converted to energy uh, by the liver much quicker than other ones, than other oils. So it also helps to aid in weight loss because of the MCT, which is the medium chain triglycerides. It doesn't uh, contribute to the fat accumulation uh, due to the energy efficiency and the conversion to ketone body. So, so we should put coconut oil back on the good guy list. Yes. Definitely. Definitely. And anybody, you know, Americans have a tendency, in my opinion, to overdo stuff. So we could overdo anything. But, you know, we, we do know that there's been documentation of people that have Alzheimer's to actually using like eight um, tablespoons of coconut oil to actually help reverse Alzheimer's. So, you know, that's not going to happen every day. Uh, but certainly the, the MCT, which stands for medium shade triglycerides that comes from coconut oil, has a huge effect on uh, brain health. And as I mentioned, I'm going to be working more on Alzheimer's dimension. So it's a, a big part of that particular program. And it doesn't have any uh, negative effect on the on the cardiovascular system. So great. You know, you take a look at you look at Dr. Perlmutter, uh, MD, neurologist and and people like uh, uh, Dr. Mercola and uh, a lot of a lot of people in the field, highly respected people in the field. I really believe that um, coconut oil and MCT oil uh, are actually super beneficial for your health. But just Again, don't overdo anything. Right. Really. Well, speaking of overdue, we're overdue. We just went over time here, so uh, <laughs> we we need to wrap this up. But as always, you're a wealth of information. Thank you for sharing that with us. And we're going to be keeping track of some of the new things that you're working on this year. So this will not be the only time we get to uh, we get an update from you. That sounds great. So happy to be on the program, and uh, all the best. Thank you. And again, Happy New Year, and we'll be speaking to you soon. Thanks so much, Dr. Okay, Godby. That- Take care. Sounds great. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. We've been speaking with Dr. Dennis Godby, a national leader in the field of naturopathic medicine and the founder of the Sacramento Naturopathic Medical Center. And you can find out more about the center and the naturopathic medical services at sac 
sack-nd.com. That's sack-nd.com. Well, a lot going on there. And I have to say that I know that you've had a little experience with a hyperbaric oxygen chamber. and I He and didn't I, really get to that, though. I know. But we'll have to have him back and talk about that or have one of the doctors there that really deals with that. And we've talked about it a little bit before, but we'll come back to that. But you liked it, and it was good. I liked it, and it was good. I'd like to find out more about the PRP. I think that's something that, that all of you out there might yes. be interested in. Yes. So we'll, right. we'll have to find out a little bit more about that. That's pretty fascinating, actually. <laughs> But up next, the astrological outlook for this first month in 2019 with our resident astrologer, Michelle Bernhardt. And don't forget, podcasts of this and other Healing Quest shows are available at our website, HealingQuest.tv. And please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at HealingQuest. I'm Roy Walkenhorst. And I'm Judy Brooks, and you're listening to Healing Quest on iHeartRadio. <laughs> 